Hello everybody and welcome to This Xbox Life episode 274 Best of 2013. I am your host Mark aka Wingman709 and with me as always is my good buddy Rob. Hey what's up everybody? Also known as Presar on Xbox Live. And with us this, this week is a very special guest coming right live from the ESPN studios is uh, Mr. Brun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, BJ Swick 33. And I must say Super that's tough. quite the outfit you're sporting there, sir. <laughs> Thanks. I have to dress nice when I get to come back every so often. <laughs> Whenever my time allows me and, you know, everything works out. So, Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Glad to have oh, you. It's good to be back. Um, as always, we like to remind everybody to please support the show. Continue supporting the show by doing all your shopping at uh, thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon. Uh, we appreciate that. You can always go to our website and click on the Amazon icon on the right take you to our affiliate page or bookmark that link there that we give you and it will take you directly to the affiliate page as well. And we know you're out there supporting us. We really appreciate it. Um, we're going to have some cool stuff for you guys in 2014, so we're pretty excited about it. So thank you guys for supporting us. We appreciate it. Um, also, you can visit our website, thisxboxlife.com, and with all that out of the way, Bron, welcome back to the show. It's been a while, man. Oh, yeah. Yes. Too I long. Think, been. I think we were all old school audio when you were here before. Yes, yeah, and actually when I, I was sitting there when you guys mentioned that you were going to go on Twitch, I was like, man, that's a really good <laughs> idea. I was like, I really like that ideas. I wonder if I can start podcasting again. <laughs> uh, no, I've been, I've been catching it when I can. I was on, I think was it last week? Because I was typing to Rob. It's like, Rob, smile. I was laying <laughs> I was laying back, relaxed with iPad sitting in my lap watching you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool we can be on. I actually usually pop it on the uh, the old television here on uh, the Xbox One. So it's kind of cool to stream it that way. And if you are in an Xbox 360, you can watch us that way as well. But you can't play a game at the same time like on the Xbox One. Snap us in on Twitch and play your game, and and it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty neat. So, but with all that, uh, Bron, why don't you lead us off this week on what you have been playing? Oh well, I actually turned on my 360 uh, a couple times this week, and uh, on the 360, I had GTA 5. Uh, got online, watched it snow, and they had snow everywhere for Christmas. If you didn't see that, it's pretty cool. Um, everywhere. <laughs> oh, well, they did on they did on there, didn't they? Did they have it on there everywhere? Oh, or was okay, it sorry, never mind. On G yeah, on GTA Five, yeah. yeah. So that that was pretty neat. And then uh, actually broke out Puzzle Quest, Ooh. which was old school. Uh, I moved my 360 back downstairs so Evie could play uh, some Connect Adventures and and things like that. So I, I was just playing that for a little bit while my Wifers reading. So, um, other than that, on the PC side, I've been playing Diablo three and also Battlefield four. So I've been playing Diablo three with Nighthawk seventy and his wife. They helped me finally reach level sixty, and we beat Diablo on Inferno. So now I'm kind of doing a another run on there. But other than that, that's about it. Yeah, Diablo 3 is a fantastic, fantastic game. 
Yeah. How about you, what about you, Rob? What did you play this week? So I, I went through and I started uh, Max uh, Curse of the Brotherhood uh, all over from the beginning just so I could go through and make sure I get all the eye, eyeballs and the amulets. And, man, when when you try to find all those things, the game sure goes a lot slower. <laughs> Especially when you finish the level and you're like, hmm, I still don't have that eyeball. Uh, one thing that's cool, though, is when you pull up that menu screen by hitting that one little button with uh, what, three lines on it, then at least it shows you how many you missed and it tells you um, kind of like where they are. You know, because if there's five dots for the eyeballs, if you miss the first one, then you pretty much know it's right in the beginning of the level. And uh, some of them, man, they're they're in like some pretty sneaky places, yeah. Know, especially the amulets. I think the amulets are a little bit worse. But yeah, I went through and uh, I'm up to uh, towards the end of level five or chapter five, whatever you want to call it, and. I discovered something not so good about that really cool Xbox button. And that's that. So Max is one of the first games that I've been playing that I that I can have my son watch because he enjoys watching me play. And he's five and a half, so he can't obviously watch uh, Ghosts or Rise or whatever yet. So he's been watching Max. And where I have my Xbox positioned... One tiny little brush, when he goes like back and forth, it turns a freaking thing off. So it's it's already happened a couple of times, and it's very annoying. So I'm kind of wondering if I should just like put some like little piece of plastic over the Xbox button. You know, the thing is like literally like hair trigger. I mean, you do not even like need to like forcefully press it, press it at all if your hand just goes <laughs> I think anywhere even close to it it turns out on the controller or on the No on the itself? actual on the console oh. itself. Why is anybody even walking near it? Cuz it's I've got it over at the computer table. So it's actually sitting on top of my uh my mini tower. Well, maybe what under you the need desk. To do is wrap it and and put it in a big shark tank so no one can get close to it just like they there did you in go. Australia. And then it would be water cooled. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nice. Well, that the that button on the 360, the the S version or whatever, like the yeah. latest 360, it was really touchy as well. You could just brush across the eject button or the power button because my little one did it to me two or three times. Being able to game and he'd brush by that eject button and open the tray oh. on it. Actually, maybe we can make like the first. Uh the first product of this Xbox Life LLC, <laughs> which is a, a power button protector. <laughs> hmm, all the possibilities. I thought you just put it somewhere where people won't run up against it. <laughs> no, no. Come on, it's like the late night... In, you know, we could have like a late night infomercial where you just see all these people just like brushing up against their consoles. Oh no! It turned off again! You know, basically where you create the need for a product. <laughs> Nice. You have to have the overacting. Absolutely. So when you do that, like people, like hitting all eight, you know, all fifteen buttons on the controller at once. You know, they yeah. have to be hitting everything, and then they got to like throw their arms way up in the air, like they had their game turned off. Yeah. But <laughs> just have the them... product be green duct tape. 
that's the yes. whole product. You just duct tape it over the button. Like that's yeah, it's like a little flap or something that goes over it. There you go, and you can have a video of somebody reaching like you know, fifteen billion points in a game, and they're like all excited, and then the cat brushes up against and turns turns it off. Nice. There you go. Hmm. Anyway, getting back to Max, still enjoy uh, the game. It, it's it's a lot of fun. It's definitely like the type of game that I've been looking forward to, and uh, the next gen consoles. And it, it just still amazes me. The visuals are just beautiful, and it, it's like nothing that we've seen before on the old gen consoles. So uh, still enjoying it, and should have finished up in the next day or two. How about you, Mark? Well, I uh, I did complete Max Curse of the Brotherhood this week, and I actually today I went back and I found all the eyeballs and the the evil eyes and the secrets. So I got the amulets. So I got all that done. Only got a few achievements left to do. Probably not going to do it because they're the you know complete this certain level without dying, which just is not probably something I want to even bother with. Uh, it's complicated. The levels that they want you to do that on are pretty hard. And I'm just, you know, I've gotten... I enjoy the game. I, I might play it again sometime, but uh, for now I think I'm done with it. But it, okay. it was a fantastic game. I did like it, uh, despite its uh, some challenges to it. But again, it's a platformer, so I think it fills in that uh, platforming role just right. Um, got a new game. I actually went back to my 360 this week, and I picked up XCOM The Enemy Within. I loved Ooh. The Enemy Unknown, and I've been wanting this one, but this game came out on the week that Xbox One came out. So I said, I'm going to hold off till after Christmas. So I went out and bought this. It's Right now, you can get the game for 30 bucks, brand new. Um, it's it's fantastic. I love it. It's just more XCOM. It's it's got DLC new new stuff and in, involved with it, but it's still basically the same game. Um, so I'm really excited to be playing that. I also played uh, The Walking Dead, uh, season two, episode one, and uh, like you, Rob, I did it in one setting, and uh, it was good. I really liked it. Um, I am kind of. I'm not understanding you. You were telling me, oh, you're getting close. You're getting close to this something happening, and nothing drastic happened, so I'm not really sure what uh, you were expecting me to happen or to happen in my There's game. some very disturbing things that happen in it. Um, okay. If you're, not, if you're not getting it, then <laughs> we should be disturbed with <laughs> how you are. <laughs> uh, I, I do. Uh, You're like, what's wrong with that? I don't see what anything. Does, I didn't see anything wrong. <laughs> does okay, it happen? It? No, does it happen no matter what, or is it only disturbing things happen based on the choices? Hmm. I, I think it happens no matter what. I, I see those things that those decisions that you have to make. They're probably part of the core game. Uh, I don't think there's any way to get out of it. Hmm. Hmm. I, I mean. I don't know. You know, the the choices make sense for the game and the situation. Maybe that's why uh, you don't see anything wrong with them. <laughs> you know, because zombie apocalypse, 
none of those choices would be out of the ordinary, probably. <laughs> but looking at it now, it's like, whoa. That was a really good up. episode, but uh, so no, it was it was you good, know. and I I do like um, just kind of watching. You already see Clementine's getting a little older. Yeah. Um, just in the time frame, you can tell like she actually her her character on screen actually grew a little taller. Um, so that was kind of nice to. I think we're going to see that as long as she lives long enough, we're going to see her grow up. Um, so it was interesting to kind of see the change of at the very beginning of this episode, and then like you know, which was right after the events of where Brun ruined from last season, when he told us Lee was a zombie. Yeah. Um, when we found that out. <laughs> Um, so that, that took us right to the end of season one. And then, you know, you saw, like Rob, you said, you see those two people off in the distance. Well, you end up walking with those two people in the very beginning of this game. And there's some events that happen right there. It's Omid and, uh, Krista. Well, Krista, yeah. It, it, and that's who it was for me too. Yeah. So I guess it really, I don't know if it's a way for everybody. Does it matter who you saved or who lived? I mean, cause then it almost kind of wipes out. It seems like it wipes out the, the decisions from the first game. Because if everybody's walk, if everybody starts the, this one with the same two people, I don't know. It, it just seems kind of odd. But um, anyway, so there's something that happens there, and you can, you know, she's still that girl, and then you advance forward in time uh, in the game, and then by the, you know, for the rest of the game, and then and she's like what a year and a half older or something. But yeah, she, yeah. she seems a lot older than that. Oh yeah, you, know. you can tell that she's grown up. Yes. Well, <laughs> she's no longer a little girl; she's a little big girl. <laughs> so it, it was good. And, I really enjoyed it. And, and, and you know, so like a couple other things that I'm gonna try to vaguely explain because I don't want to well, we'll spoil just, it for we'll anybody. Throw this out, you know, spoiler alert: something might get said in the next three minutes. So mute us or fast forward if you're listening to audio. Give us what what am minutes. I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> there you. Okay, so yeah, just try to do it vague, Rob. No, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like right in the beginning, y you have this like little group of Omid, Krista, and um, Clementine, and there's a situation with Krista, and then there's that event that happens like right in the beginning which was kind of shocking right and then it jumps forward what a, a year and a half 18 17 months later whatever yeah. it was and then that thing happened with Krista yet nothing was mentioned about it and you're like yeah. whoa you know it's just you know they like tell a story in, in so many ways and a lot of it just in, inspires like all these like emotions and yeah and another huge part of the game is for at least me it, the first season your big goal was to protect clementine it's like this is the little girl that you try to save at all costs right you try to make the decisions to protect her, uh, you know, everything from like, uh, you know, cutting. Remember that thing where you had to cut her hair and then you were teaching her how to shoot? I think it was in the train or something. Yep. And you went through all these steps and 
So this is like the product of her. So you like built that bond with her, like that parental bond uh, of sorts. And now you're kind of guiding her around and there's still that latent um, protectiveness where, you know, here's that little girl, you're trying to protect her, you know, not through Lee, but you're actually trying to guide her. Right. You know, through her own choices. And at least for me, it's, this is something that no other game has even like brought out like this emotional connection to like protect this little girl and but around every corner it's you know it's like you know death is waiting and it's 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 an awesome game awesome it was interesting i noticed that i would there was like choices or things i wanted to do or wanted to say but i didn't because i thought it would have a negative impact on her you know it's like so it made me change the way i would make my selections because i didn't want anything negative to come her way so i was trying to make all these positive things that would somehow have a positive influence or a direction towards her so it was a little it was interesting in that way would you almost say that it was almost like real life choices like the choices that you would make if you were actually there in the zombie apocalypse with her? Yes. <laughs> yeah, probably. Now, that is cool. I mean, usually when you play a game, you're, like, emotionally detached from the game. It, you know, like, <laughs> you're running around and, like, COD or, you know, BF4, and, you know, you're not attached to it like that. And it's like, boom, you know, you just respawn. And here it's it, it takes it to another level. It's so, definitely yeah. a good game. I definitely enjoyed it, and... uh I picked up the season pass, so I'm ready for the rest of the, the season. So, um, Also, moving on, I did download The Wolf Among Us because it was free. I yep. have not played it yet, um, and I did pick up Shoot Many Robots. Today is the 29th. If you did not get Shoot Many Robots yet, it is free for gold members on 360 for another two more days, so be sure to download that. And, and I think uh, Wolf Among Us had a season pass that was on sale for 10 bucks. Also, I don't know if that's still going on. Ooh, I better check that then. So, uh, I'll, I need to play the game first, see if I like it. But All right, so I also played, I bought Dead or Alive 5 Ultimate. It was on sale the other day for like $13. It's uh, hmm. a digital version of the game uh, from Games on Demand, so I got that. Uh, for the achievement hounds out there, this looks to be like it's probably going to be a very easy 1,000 game. Um, I've got almost every achievement in the game just by playing it, and it's fun. I, I like, I've always liked the Dead or Alive series. I'm not big on the fighting games. This one I always enjoyed. Um, also played Halo Spartan Assault, and I did finally get Need for Speed Rivals on Xbox One, and um, played a little bit of it. I don't know if I like it. I know a lot of people are liking it, having fun with it. i got to dig a little bit more into it. I just got through the tutorials, so... Uh, and now it's like, okay, now what do I do? It's kind of one of those open world, and it always puts you into like an online match. And I think the reason I there, I tried to play again the other day, and it was taking so long to find me a server to put to, I just actually quit and went and played something else. <laughs> so it's like this is stupid. I can't even get in the game. So I don't really have a whole lot to report on it. But that's uh, yeah, I've had a busy week, but mostly on the 360. And uh, I can't wait to get back to XCOM. I, I, I was having so much fun with that the other day, and I just haven't got a chance to get back to it. So, cool game, but no one's played it yet. Actually, I've got a question for you about Walking Dead. 
Okay. Uh, how was the engine for you? Was it smooth or was it laggy? I saw quite a bit of chop. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I noticed things. I was like, well, that was kind of weird. Or like it would just like pause for a second. And, yeah. So, and then catch up. So. Because yep. you guys are used to that speedy Xbox One and <laughs> having to play it back on that 360. Kind of well, getting to you. Maybe some of that, but, you know, we all played, what, five, no, six episodes of the original Walking Dead, and you get used to it being, I, I never had issues with that one, it was all pretty smooth. Yeah. So they bumped up the graphics a little bit in uh, season two, I mean, I think it's pretty noticeably different, so maybe it's just taxing the 360. Uh, I don't know, could be, could be something they did different. Is there... Have they mentioned or talked about porting that to the Xbox One at all? Or is it just like 360, the next one will be on Xbox One? I haven't heard anything about them porting it over or not. My understanding is it's going to be a 360-type game. Yeah. So I think their and new stuff will probably, that they announced the other day, will probably end up on the next gen. I hate next gen, current gen. <laughs> it's current now. It's out on the Xbox yeah. One, so we'll probably see it there. And that raises the question of what's going to happen with your saves, because season two pulls in the saves from season one to make decisions, and you know, that's something that probably won't carry over, right? I think they can save that in the cloud, though. They did that, what was it, Mass Effect, way back in the day. Your decisions yeah. were saved in the cloud, so... Or up online, I guess. They didn't have the quote cloud, but they saved them online. Yeah, so, I so mean, I guess... if if the saves are accessible... Because Xbox Live, you save your stuff on the cloud, so maybe if they can just get to it from the Xbox One, but I'm pretty sure they can program anything they want to program in. Yeah, yeah that's... Why not? I would think that would really depend on if Microsoft allows the systems to see, you know, what Microsoft allows them to see. Because if they're partitioned of sorts, you know, where all the 360 saves are in, like, one part, Xbox One is on the other part, you know, they might not be able to cross in between. So maybe they'll just do it like Game of Thrones and uh, Borderlands. Maybe they'll put them on both, but they're... Maybe not cross-platform. You're gonna have to play the whole thing on one platform. So we'll see, but I haven't heard anything. Yeah. All right. Yep. So that wraps up. So let's go ahead into our topics. We got a few topics to discuss this week, and then we're gonna spend the majority of the time on reviewing uh, 2013. Given all of us, we're gonna give you our best, uh, what we feel is the best um, of the year that we've experienced. So. Without further ado, let's hit our first topic. That would be you, Rob. <laughs> Please hold. Google just signed me out. <laughs> oh, no. This this happens like every show. Actually, for a while there, you and I, Mark, we were getting signed out almost simultaneously. Yeah, I, I think I've broken that. <laughs> I Somehow, I've been able to change that cycle and I think because I always get in a couple days before to prep the show you know you you come in the last minute see that proves you didn't get in and prep for the show 
<laughs> you don't care about the yeah. community. <laughs> no, no BJ bloopers this week, by the way. I saw you guys. I heard you guys blaming everything, calling them BJ bloopers. When I was sitting there. You got you got to blame the guy that's not there. Exactly. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, so uh, first story for this week is uh, there's an interesting a little backstory for Watch Dogs, at least the engine that the game was built on. Uh, Watch Dogs was originally, at least the engine that Watch Dogs was made with, originally began as a driving game. So, wow, that's, <laughs> that's kind of an interesting turn of events. Let's take this driving game engine and make a real game from it. Uh, <laughs> Because usually those things are just like locked, you know, like the physics are, uh, you know, just geared towards one thing. Uh, unless you're in one of those, uh, you know, like GTA type of things, then you got a little bit of everything. So there's a, a quote from Ubisoft. They say they were working on a driving engine. Uh, uh, they had uh, uh, done years ago. Then they were thinking, no, this is not the way we want to go with a driving game. So they canceled that and restarted. Uh, and then uh, the Watch Dogs project was initially another game. So then they pushed everything together, and, and, and there you go. Uh, the game uh, was originally titled or slated to be launched uh, uh, this, this year in 2013, but it got pushed back to spring 2014 so I guess that means uh, it'll probably be out after March <laughs> since everything's been delayed horribly and uh, yeah Watch Dogs cool alrighty Brian's so, favorite topic yeah it, it's, it's so <laughs> Oh, wait till later when we get to talk about Battlefield. So, <laughs> so uh, Battlefield Four, uh, first uh, the first expansion is uh, China Rising, and uh, since China Rising and everything, uh, it has been banned in China. Um, <laughs> according to Techie News, the government accused EA. Um, for creating a form of cultural invasion. <laughs> so, <laughs> rubbing my head here on this one. Um, it's the C, so the DLC is set on the Chinese mainland and it contains new maps, modes, and, and all that stuff, and a fictional story of Admiral Chang who wants to overthrow the government. I gotta cough real quick. So, says, with the release, China's Ministry of Culture wants to ban all forms of Battlefield 4 and plans to prohibit the sales of physical copies of the game and all the related downloads, demos, patches, and news. Uh, PCGames.com um, reports that BF4 has been characterized as illegal on the grounds that it endangers national security and cultural aggression. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I, I guess I guess China didn't know that the game didn't work, so it wouldn't have hurt anything. Um, <laughs> EA has declined declined to comment on the matter, uh, but as con uh, but considering it doesn't sell BF4 in China anyways, uh, the ruling's really not going to have any impact uh, on those guys. Um, the troubling uh, what is troubling is the company uh, 
to the company is the delay of the same DLC where the game isn't banned. Uh, in a recent comment to IGN regarding the delay delay of China DLC, uh, says we know many of our players are frustrated. That's an understatement. And we feel your pain, which they don't. <laughs> we will not stop until it's right. You better not. <laughs> Adding my own comments in there as I read it. So, but, yeah. Carl, try, I, you know, I can see... It, it, I don't know. It's it's a little different. Like, we play games all the time where it's like U.S. versus this, you know, versus this country. But it seems like the games that we're playing, like, the U.S. is always winning. So, I guess if it's them and they're playing, you know, China and it's overthrowing the government, maybe their government doesn't want something out there. Maybe they uh, are afraid that people get the wrong idea of something. But that's all I have for that one. Hmm. Alrighty, it's interesting. That's that's to say the least. It's a very interesting story. It's, they it's ban everything they over would... there. Yeah, they do. It's just weird that they would ban something that is not sold there anyways. I mean, the only way anything is sold over there is, uh, what is it, um, pirated versions anyways. So are they going to crack down yeah. on the pirated copies? I mean, like Brent said, they don't sell it. EA makes no money anyways off of it. Yeah. So. I mean, it's the type of government. I mean, they're a communist country, correct? Oh. I'm mistaken. So, I mean... They're only allowed to watch what they're told to. They can watch and all that stuff anyway. So I guess it's no big surprise when I read it. I was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So why don't we go on to, uh, Rob, why don't we take your story next? I'm busy fighting okay. an online match. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Yeah>, Alright. <laughs> I'm busy. No, I gotta get these uh on this uh Dead or Alive Ultimate. Um there's you you set up like if you're in a versus mode, arcade mode or whatnot, you can set up like for ch uh they call them takedowns or throwdowns. And uh so people will dish out like challenges or somehow the game matches you up with people. I don't know, but there's like an achievement to do it like 10 times. So I saw one was issued to me, so I'm like, I better accept it. So because I was just sitting here in the uh, training mode for like you got to do like free training for like an hour or something. <laughs> and I was about to kick this person's booty, but they, they're coming back now. I hear you. I hear you clicking you, away. You hear me clicking? I'm about to take them down. for. Oh, <laughs> not quite. They, K they KO'd me at the last second. So, I probably should mute. I keep getting my characters mixed up, too. I only need one more victory, so... Go ahead, Rob, take your next All right. <laughs> so, uh... The, screen. the the first batch of uh, Rockstar verified jobs for uh, GTA Online has uh, have been basically given the green light. So, Mike, uh, Rockstar has released the first of the groups of uh, jobs the Rockstar Verified Jobs for Grand Theft Auto Online. Uh, that's the multiplayer uh, part of uh, GTA V. Uh, chosen directly by Rockstar, these jobs represent some of the best content crafted by people using the GTA Online creation tools. So far, 10 jobs have been verified, including six races, and then there's four death matches. Uh, it ranges anywhere from rooftop races to full-on military vehicle shootouts. The jobs were 
basically chosen from both uh, Xbox 360 and PS3 versions of GTA 5. But uh, these jobs are available on both of the platforms now that they've been verified. And uh, Rockstar says you can expect many, many more. That's a direct quote. Many, many more uh, jobs, Rockstar jobs or verified jobs in the future. So that is that. Have you been, you guys played much GTA on the online? No. Yeah. I played a little I did, bit. How about yeah. You, I did the same time you were probably playing around with it, and then I let my youngest or one of my boys borrow it, and he's played a heck of a lot more. <laughs> so it's it it's fun when you have friends playing, but I never did like getting into like an open server because then it was just like boom I'm dead, boom I'm dead, and kind of takes the fun away from it. So, but yeah. it was fun running around with friends and playing. I do enjoy that. So now it's just hacked like crazy. If you haven't heard, so. that's what I heard about it. I heard someone was complaining to me the other day that it's just. It's just crazy uh, what's going on in there, and so the word is from the person who's playing a lot of it is that they feel like Rockstar doesn't even care of all the hacking going on. They're just like focused on adding more content. But if, if it's been con- just crazy out of control, being hacked and exploited, then it's just not a fun environment, I guess anymore. So it's it's weird about the hacking because it seems like most of the people are pretty cool about it. Um, of what I've heard, what they're doing is they're getting in there and they're giving themselves like billions of dollars. Yeah. And then they're either like on, you can't give away a bunch of money to somebody, but since they have a hack, they can give them as much as they want. So like they're just sharing all the money. Um, but at that point, what people can do is just go buy anything they want. So right. kind of beating the purpose of it, but. That's what I've seen, and I, you know, Bradley comes down. He's like, "Yeah, some guy just randomly gave me sixty-six million dollars." I'm just like, "Oh, okay, cool. Can I have some?" <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. All right. Well, let me run uh, my story here then, real quick. Um, if you guys are playing Lego Marvel Superheroes, Thor's as Guardian allies are going to join the fight in some DLC. So this is obviously a tie-in to the movie Thor 2 The Dark World, which I guess recently came out. And uh, they're going to add eight new characters to the game, four of Asgard's most notable warriors, two Dark Elves, a human love interest for the God of Thunder, and, you know, I guess that's, uh, is that all of them? Eight, nine, ten, four, five, six, seven, I don't know who the eighth one is. And someone else. So, but uh, look for if you want some more characters for that Lego Marvel superheroes. Uh, they will come into the DLC here soon. Mm. And uh, right. Rob, I gotta, I gotta run for a few minutes. So, um, please go ahead and continue with okay. the stories. I'll be back when I can. All right, all right. So, uh, Hello Games is the publisher that had that. Uh, Oh man, what was that called? They had that uh, release, No Man's Sky, that was touted during the recent uh, VGX in uh, 2013. Brun, did you watch that? Uh, no, I didn't. I was actually no. out, oh, away from. Well, you home. didn't miss much. <laughs> yeah, I. Well, after last after last year's, I was just, 
I was done with it then, and I heard this year was yeah. even worse. So yeah, it was brutal. Like they had, they had that one guy from oh, what was it? Was he on E or something? He's really sarcastic. Now normally, oh, yeah. Yeah. I like sarcasm. I mean, I think he's it's on the funny. community as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. He is like horribly sarcastic, where he like annoys you. Well, at least he annoyed me. So that was definitely off-putting. And, uh, yeah, let's just leave it at that. So, anyway, uh, No Man's Sky was this game that was kind of cryptic, at least, uh, in terms of the video that they showed. If you, if you guys remember, from those of you that watched, it was one where it started off kind of in, in the water, and then um, mm-hmm. you kind of went through the water and then up onto a beach, and then there was a spaceship parked on the beach and you kind of get into, you know, jump into it, it cockpit closes and then you take off, you fly through the sky and then all of a sudden you're in interstellar space. So the environments are definitely far reaching because I mean, in that sense, it's cool. And another thing that was really interesting was it was, uh, it's coded by uh, this company in Europe called Hello Games that is only four people from what I've heard. Uh, they're the ones that did that other game. Man, what was it called? Uh, Rick Danger or something like that? I can't uh, remember what it is now. Oh, yes. What the heck was quick. it? What the heck was it? Hello Games. Uh, Joe Danger. Oh, Joe Danger. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was something where you... <laughs> Don't you, like, throw them around or whatever? It's a platformer, kind of. Yeah, okay. So, anyway, uh, getting back onto the story that we originally started, uh, they had a, a bunch of bad news hit them. So, uh, they're based out in the UK, and they were hit by the massive flooding that happened right around Christmas. Uh, this stuff kind of hit the news. Uh, the England's had a whole bunch of flooding, like, all all over it. And uh, Hello Games actually had water coming in through the windows. Ooh. That's how, uh, uh, how bad the, the flooding was. There was a river that broke its bank nearby and basically like, trashed all of their equipment. There's been some tweeting uh, going back and forth where people were giving them support. And they had uh, a couple of uh, tweets about their insurance company because I guess they're not going to be covered by insurance because uh, they are in a floodplain. And when you're in a floodplain, you don't have flood insurance. Which, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like the people that need flood insurance are the ones that don't get it. Yet, I guess if you're on top of a hill... <laughs> Yeah, above the river or whatever, then then you can get it if you want. So uh, they say they've lost uh, most of their things, including PCs, monitors, furniture, doors, walls, and, and so forth. Um, as uh, a result of this, I can pretty much safely say probably that Hello Games' No Man's Sky is going to be delayed. At least they have a, a real reason as opposed yeah. to some of these companies that are just like, uh, yeah, our, our game's delayed, no reason. We're just being how slow. Come, how come insurance companies, <laughs> you got to love them, right? You just love to hate them. It's like, yeah. you know, 
I don't live in a flood area, so my insurance I have on my house includes flood, flood coverage of for course. like three cents. But if I live yeah. in a place where it floods a lot, I have to pay an extra $1,000 for flood insurance. You know, like my insurance or covers tornadoes. Yeah, my, my insurance covers tornadoes. We've had one tornado like five miles from my house. Very small one. Very, very small. Maybe like my entire life. Yeah. But if you go to Tornado Alley, if oh, you yeah. go there, their insurance doesn't cover tornado stuff. You have to buy it separate. <laughs> so it's like they just do whatever they want just not to have to pay you. Yeah. So. That's right. It's kind of like if you're sick, you're, you know, good luck getting life insurance. It's going to be pricey. As long, as long as they don't lose their code to the game, it shouldn't be delayed too too much. I mean, I mean, they must have had stuff you know, saved in the cloud somewhere, which right. would make sense. Yeah. You know, when you're a developer, you want to have it off-site somewhere in case something does happen. Yeah, be in some uh, source control somewhere. Yeah, something like that. And so basically they're saying uh, their situation right now is uh, despite all the losses that they've had, uh, they're just going to kind of regroup, and they say all we need is a place to work and a machine to work on. Do you so, think, do you, sorry, I missed the story, but I know that <coughs> somehow Microsoft was talking with them. Do you think that Microsoft might help them out with the, with like some kind of exclusivity thing, make it an Xbox Maybe. One title or Xbox 360 and Xbox One title only? I mean, that's possible because it probably <laughs> won't take a whole lot of money to get these up and running. Because I mean, Microsoft with its billions can easily. You know, rent a little bit of space for a couple of guys because this was a studio that I had heard that had four people coding this thing. Right, and That's the thing if if some like Microsoft or Sony says we want this on our platform because we saw potential in it, they can buy them out or say it's exclusive or something. Oh yeah, so you know they can just drop you know ten twenty grand and hook these guys up. You know. Get four development machines, some monitors, boom, they're up and running. Maybe they could do the right thing and just help them out without asking for exclusivity. <laughs> Why would they spend their money? For yeah. That? I mean, come on, it's a business. It'd be good yeah. PR. Nah. Sure. Look, 20 grand to even like put these guys up in a Microsoft office or something like that for a while. You know, twenty grand get, or actually, then it's even less money because Microsoft has thousands and thousands of development machines with all the software that they do, and you know, you get PR that I mean, that's so cheap in terms of like what advertisement costs. A billboard next to a highway is at least ten grand, and you know, what does that do? Let alone all the PR that this game got and what Microsoft yeah. did. This is like cheap, super cheap Goodwill advertising. Yep. But we'll see. All right. So we didn't get to do the Call of Duty story. Yeah, Rob, Rob jumped me. Rob jumped the guy. <sighs> yeah, I, I just I went to I my had, next one. I had the wrong picture up for the whole time, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Bron. <laughs> well, and the thing is, I'm glad you're back because I wanted to ask you stuff about this because this is your favorite game, right? 
<laughs> I have not played it though. Um, oh. I I I mean, not this new mode, and I haven't barely touched it on Xbox One. I just been playing all this other stuff, so. <laughs> all right. I probably can't help you out, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Call of Duty Ghost has issued a new update across all platforms. Um, it adds a new heavy-duty game mode. So it's available, like I said, for all platforms right now. Um, Heavy Duty is a new multiplayer playlist where each soldier spawns with additional health. Uh, on top of the new mode, this update adds additional weapons. Oh, sorry, weapon loadout options for infected mode. And your squad will now earn extra squad points during their first five levels of progression. Um, the update also uh, invalidates... An invisibility exploit that was plaguing the Call of Duty Ghosts online experience, as well as instances where players could trigger unlimited perks when playing. There are also a multitude of platform-specific fixes, which you can go out and uh, check those out if you want. Uh, it's on the community board on the Call of Duty forums. So, the reason why I would want you back here is just wondering if you actually saw these glitches or these exploits, but since you haven't been playing it kinda answers. No, I have no I have not seen those, so but thankfully. Yeah. Alrighty. Well next up we've got I don't know if you guys have heard of publisher Perfect World Entertainment, but uh they have said that they're they make some free to play games like the Dungeons and Dragons Neverwinter and Star Trek Online. And they have announced the creation of a new company division it plans to bring current and future games to both current and next-gen consoles. So, that's what I found interesting on this is I think we all knew that, you know, we were going to probably see some MMOs and free-to-play and stuff like that kind of really make a push on the on the Xbox One, but they were talking about bringing them to the Xbox 360 as well. So. You know that's that's kind of interesting. That's a little bit something we haven't seen a lot. But there's that happy tree, or I can't remember the name of it. There's some kind of free-to-play game that Microsoft put out. But uh, other than that, I don't really think we've had much other than Defiance. Happy Wars. That it. Happy Wars. That's it. Yeah. So right, maybe we'll see some more on 360 in the MMO world. So that'll be cool. So we'll give you guys more uh, info on that when we get some. So that's it for our topics this week, people. Short, yeah. sweet, the end of the year. There's not a whole lot to talk about. Nope. So. I guess all the companies are going in vacation mode. I guess. Except for DICE and EA. Another stab. <laughs> <laughs> so. But, uh. So. Rom, uh, Bron, you had some questions here that you I saw you put in, and uh, sorry as I'm I'm just messing this all up. I'll <laughs> leave the video alone. I'm just bouncing around between screenshots there, but I see you wanted to talk about what we're excited for 2014. And you actually put the question: Can we talk about what we're excited for in 2014? The answer is no, because we did that last week. So too bad. Oh. Um, <laughs> 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 no, I know you got the rest of your question. You're wondering. Why don't you go ahead and talk about what you're excited for or what you wanted to discuss, and Robin, well, I'll see how we can help you out. <laughs> well, it's just 
Yeah, I'm I'm one of the people that have not been an early adopter of the new consoles, so one or a PS4. So and and you know I'm leaning I'm leaning toward the Xbox One. Um, well, I I am because obviously I'm a 360 fan, so they have that. But from listening to your guys' show and listening to you guys talk about like oh the the TV part of it, like when you guys first got your Xbox Ones and you guys were talking about all the cool features and Mark was like, oh, I didn't think I'd use it as much as I do, as I would have at first, but I really like switching TV and stuff like that. Like, do you still use that? Yep. Okay. Every day. And then, yeah, let's see. I mean, it's, it's stuff like that. And then actually, I was sending you the information on how to get premium for Skype. Yep. And, uh, here I am, I'm like, you know, you call me on Skype and I answer it and you're sitting back in your recliner playing your Xbox and I'm like, am I on your TV right now? And you're like, yeah, I'm playing Xbox. I'm like, oh. I was like, <laughs> I go, does this look good on your on your TV right now? <laughs> but, you know, and it's just things like that and I was just like, man, I really would like, you know, I'm really leaning toward Xbox One, but I don't know. I'm still, I'm still in that thing. It's like where Microsoft... In my opinion, the blunders that they had leading up to the release, even to the day that it was releasing, where they were saying, oh, yeah, no Twitch streaming, you know, not until next year. And, and you know, you have, but then you have the other side, like PlayStation, and they spent a quarter of their conference when they spoke about the the PS4, about Guy Kai, and you being able to watch your friends play and, like, jump in. Do you guys remember that, like, Oh, you can can take control of their game and play their game for them if they have trouble getting into a to a spot. They all started talking about it like that, and of course right. that stuff's that stuff's not even nobody even knows when that's going to come out. And to right. me, I think I'm it's not it's not coming out until it's out. So, and it's just like I kind of sit back and I was like, well, for one, I'm not I don't have money saved up for it. Two, I want to let all the bugs get worked out because I don't want to get hit with like a three red lights or dead on arrival or anything like that but the other thing is I wanted to see that which companies commit to what they promise and you know it's just it's things like that that's got me wondering and things like that but then when I asked like what are we excited for for 2014 the reason why I wanted to hear what you're excited for is because you guys have Xbox Ones and I figured you guys have you know what you're excited for because I I didn't hear that part of the show last week. I apologize, but um, to see where it's just like, okay, I, I am making the right decision in an Xbox One. You know what I mean? It's like help you help me help you type of scenario. <laughs> so and I and I see and I see and somebody put in there Titanfall yep. in, in the comments. Great example, except for one reason. Who's that published by? <laughs> that's published by EA I will never and I put this in last week's like I've always supported EA and uh, I mean if you guys remember I've always supported EA and I always bought Battlefield games because I'm a huge Battlefield fan and the last two EA games that I bought they burnt me on them and I'm just not I'm so aggravated with them that I will not buy an EA game on day one ever again so, and, and you know, I feel kind of bad for Dice because they're getting the whole crappy end of the deal 
with the whole Battlefield 4 situation, but yet EA, in my book, is the ones that forced them to publish a broken game. So Titanfall is published by EA. If Titanfall had to delay, had to be delayed for some reason, they wouldn't be delayed because they got the pressure of Microsoft and they got the pressure of EA. So I'm just... That, to me, Titanfall is out of the question. You know, why I'd be excited to buy an Xbox One for those reasons. But I'm just curious on your guys' other things. Like, what, what are some other things that you like that are coming up or that get you excited? Other than Titanfall. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's for me, there's a lot of great games that I have played on my 360. I know Microsoft's going to continue to give us great games um, going forward. So, you know... I just know there's going to be quality games. Um, I think what I'm looking forward to outside of that is uh, further advancements with Kinect. Um, <coughs> the fact that they're developing their own basically television network that is going to be Xbox, you know, uh, video and special content uh, just for Xbox subscribers, I think is really cool. Um, I don't know. I think just what they're doing and what they've done. The, the way they're forward-looking. Um, they wanted to give us a console that would lead us into the future. Um, and you say there was a debacle, but the, a lot of people were vocal. They didn't want all this stuff, even though it exists everywhere else. Right. So the company listened. I mean, I, I'm, I'm grateful that Microsoft actually listened to the consumer, and they're still doing it today. There are some things that we don't like about the console, some things that we kind of scratch our head going, why did you mess this up or break this or ruin it? But it's, it's um, for early adopters. It's the very first mm -hmm. run of it. It will change. It will evolve. And we've seen that with the 360. The 360 evolved over the years. So I know Microsoft is going to, they got the investment. They're going to do it. Um, you look at the PlayStation, when I booted up the dashboard the other day on that, um, I, I you know had the latest update, and then I actually wiped it out and reset it all the way back to the beginning because I'm getting rid of it. And it looks the same. I mean, there's no difference between them. Uh, there's probably minor stuff, but I mean, the, the console itself is essentially the same. So, and the 360 has evolved. So I know the, the X1 has a lot of stuff that they talked about that they backtracked on because that the consumers don't want it yet. But we know this box will be able to do it. We know they're ready to do it and give it to us in the future when we're when everybody's ready for it. Um, so I think that's good. We, we know where they want to go. We already know what they want to do. And Sony basically said, well, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. We're not going to change. We're not going to innovate. And um, I'm not trying to be anti-Sony or anything. That's just my opinion from E3 and what we saw from the reveals. Um, Sony is going to give you more of the same with prettier graphics. But I think our gaming has evolved beyond improving on graphics. We, we want more from it, our, our devices. And Microsoft's the one giving it to us. And I will say this on my last thing. Rob's online now. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, he <laughs> ignores get my Rob party online. requests, but he's online. <laughs> I see him almost every day. <laughs> so, so since Microsoft is the one to get get Rob online, that's just the no-brainer. I have to go there, right? <laughs> and, and the beauty of a vacation. <laughs> so. Is there is there um is it day one digital 
games? Yes. Okay. So now, and and have you went strictly digital, Mark? Yes. Or yes. Okay. Yeah, me too. I mean, yeah, and and that's and to, that was one thing that I I did say when no matter what console I went with, I was day one digital. Like I'm going strictly digital because the whole the whole trading in games thing that. Uh, when I said a debacle, I don't. I don't mean the, the like them removing the stuff. To me, I preferred the way they had it before they removed it. Yep. Yeah. Um, because I I feel like you would have you you know you would have been able to actually sell back electronic copies or mm-hmm. whatever I read on there. But game um, sharing. <laughs> yeah, game sharing. Which I, I they started to piece some of that stuff back in before the launch. You, you can still share with your home family. Like right. those in your house, so anybody on your home gold, so y- mm-hmm. you could buy an arcade game, Braun, or and I guess it's not an arcade game anymore. You can buy a game on Xbox One, and your entire family can play it. Yeah, and they don't even and have, you to have to be to... Lo- you don't have to be logged in. If they're yeah. on the console where your home gold exists, then anybody can play anything that's on there. And plus, you need gold once now, which is nice for for the home. You know, like you're saying, home gold, right? Yep. And. um you know the the one thing when I well I don't think they have it but when I was reading like their whole friends and family like sharing like oh you could pick ten people to share with I was like that'd be great you know I think that stuff's coming down the road um, when you're talking about evolving our games and stuff I think that stuff's coming it's kind of their vision that they had and just kind of pulled back on it because people were, were all complaining about it but you know I kind of preferred it the way it was before but you know the day one stuff that's that's important to me because you know 360 wasn't day one digital um, I think some of their stuff isn't so, I think some does but some stuff is but not all of it like uh, the Call of Duty Ghosts was um, and I think no. I think going forward on 360 you'll probably see day and date um, because it's now going to be available for X1 as well so uh, but I don't, I don't know. But it's the only thing I'm looking forward to is hopefully they'll let us start preloading, so that yeah. on the day it's released, you don't have to pull down the 40 gig download. You can be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, here, here's that last 100k, and you can start playing right away. So, and I'm sure that'll come. I, I, I imagine it will as well. Uh, probably from both companies. I don't think it'll be a, you know, one will do it and one won't. I think they both will. The one, the one other thing that kind of I'm curious on your guys is thoughts on this but do you think it's smart so I think I think PlayStation of course they're they're all into their exclusives um, but they're also backing seems like heavily backing um, Destiny um, that's kind of like one of their big things that they're going through and you look at Microsoft and of course they're they'd heavily back their exclusives of course but they're heavily backing Call of Duty. You think that was just for last year, or do you think they're going to still continue to promote Call of Duty like, you know, it's the best game of the year every year? I think they will, because it's the number one selling video game out there. Why not? Until it's not, you know, you'd be crazy not to keep promoting it. They're going to be promoting Titanfall like crazy. You well, know. yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, I'm I'm positive on that one, <laughs> but you know, you know, with with Call of Duty though, this is Call of Duty since you know uh, Call of Duty Four. We're selling. Um, yeah, it's like on a pretty massive decline. It, it not okay. 
worst selling out of all the Call of Duties. Not that it's not the worst selling game. It's still selling a lot. <laughs> but it, it has had a decline. Um, and people are wondering, is this now the the downhill slope of Call of Duty and how much longer will um, Activision write it before they kill it? Um, you know, will they take a year off or not? But they've already announced next year's, so... But yeah, I was just wondering because I, I I just don't I, I think it's kind of a bad move on their end to, to promote that. But it's just like you know, it's just a game. I, I, they have enough money to promote hundreds of games. So what's interesting? I'm looking at the mm-hmm. I'm trying to look at the sales charts here, and uh, I actually don't even list. They don't even list Call of Duty Ghosts. Um, Unless I'm just not looking, I can see like every other Call of Duty game, but I'm not seeing. Oh, here it is. Now they're now I've got it all. Oh, there's tons of them. First list wasn't pulling up correctly. So, um, Call of Duty. Let's see. Modern. I don't know how to even. So last year's what? Black Ops Two. Yeah, big. Oh, that's, that's the big one. That was that the big one. sold uh, globally. Let's see. I gotta mash a couple numbers here. Well, for the 360, it was 12, 12 and a half million copies. If I'm reading this right, looks like 12 and a half million on Xbox 360 alone. So Ghosts currently is half of that, 6.62 million. Right. Uh, on 360, and then on Xbox One. Um, dum, 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 dum. They've sold almost a million copies there, so they're at seven and a half million, and it's only been out since November. So we've got yeah, twelve and a half million thing, compared to you know, over a year's time frame. So I, it's still a huge success. Oh yeah, and we don't yeah, have that's what we don't I'm saying. It's, it's huge in yet either. So <laughs> yeah, I yeah and I'm wondering if they're double counting those numbers because. Anybody who bought it on the 360 can pay ten bucks and upgrade it to you know is it ten bucks to upgrade it to Xbox yep. One? That's what I did. Yep. I bought the digital copies. Plus, yeah, I mean that's that's a huge. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, that's that's well, it's, huge. It's two versions. It's two copies. Um, yeah. It does count as two. Yeah. Um, but I don't think a lot of people are doing that. I don't think a. I don't think most of those numbers. I bet you'll find a very small percentage of people. You know. There's only been a million, a million. Uh, the copies have been sold on Xbox One. That number, there's probably a big chunk that did the ten dollars. But well, maybe not even a big chunk because the the only way to do that was if you bought it on Xbox that day or like on the console itself, and then mm-hmm. paid the upgrade. If you bought the game like most people did, GameFly. Or um, I'm not GameFly, GameStop, Best Buy, Walmart, wherever. Then they went and bought the retail copy. Then they had to give that copy back, sell it back, pay an extra ten bucks to get the Xbox One copy. Oh. Where I just I get both. I can play on both systems because I went completely digital. Right. So I think majority of people probably only have one copy of that game. You know, so that it is a legitimate sale. So I think those that are like me are going to be very minute because that game had a lot of pre-sales right so and it is it's a huge title i mean seven million oh, yeah. copies 
And that's not even counting. I didn't look at the PS3 and PS4 numbers. Oh, yeah. Well, Xbox, to me, would probably leads in that. You know, leads Let's in that category as far as sales on that game. Ghosts. Yeah, it's 6.62 million for Ghost on, on 360. It's 5.8 million on PS3. Yeah. So, um, and then Ghosts on Xbox One was 0.98. Uh, and on PS4 it's 1.18 so they sold more on PS4 than they have on, on Xbox One so I, I don't know I, I just think it's still a huge game I, I don't see Microsoft coming off of that anytime soon as long as it's the top shooter and they can see the numbers of how many people are playing it online you know right. yeah that's what proves it yeah and you know with the numbers for the games that are cross both Xbox systems. I wonder if people will basically make a choice and buy it for one and not the other, or if like that ten dollar upgrade even counts as two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I don't. So know. I think some, because no, some of that would probably skew the numbers. So for example, if you compare the, um, if you compare the. Xbox One to the PS4 in terms of sales the 360 people that have an Xbox One also if they got it originally for the 360 they might just have played the heck out of it and either A not gotten the new one for the Xbox One so it only counts for the old system and not the new or maybe the extra $10 for Ghosts to upgrade that doesn't count as a new sale because you actually didn't buy the full game you're kind of, it's almost like DLC yeah but they're going to want their numbers it's a numbers game so yeah. they're yeah. going to say we For sold PR. this many yeah they're going to say it that's going to count as a sale in my opinion and they may have, they may be running multiple numbers you know behind the scenes they know what they sold you know, but what they're going to say is this is how many are being played or how many copies are out in the wild, however you want to say it. You can always skew that number however you want. And yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I, even if you take out the $10 copies, they still sold a ton if you went oh, strictly yeah. on sales. I mean, it's probably one of the best-selling games along with uh, GTA. You know, yeah. GTA 5, and but GTA 5 numbers are astronomical because it doesn't come out every year. Yeah. Look at a Call of yeah. Duty comes out every year, and it's still it's the number one game every year. You yep. know, same with like Madden. I mean, Madden does gangbusters too. So, yeah. Where are we going? What was the question? But, well, <laughs> no, no, it's just it's just going like you know, it, the, what I was putting in there was more leading toward, you know, me asking you guys because I'm sitting here without a new console and and i'm looking at all the all the things to do and figuring out which way to go and like i said leaning toward the xbox one but i wanted to hear some additional yeah. you know things from you because you know you're I, I can't get the type of answers that i'm looking for out of like an ign or anything like that because ign is so heavily you know sony and playstation favored that you know they're off the charts you know yeah. as far as on that um and there really isn't a heavily xbox like big site type of thing so just curious on 
Well, well, yeah, besides you guys, you know. Besides Second you guys. to TXL is Microsoft or Xbox.com. Nice. We are the IGN of the Xbox world. There you yes. go. <laughs> awesome. Um, I think really all you can do is I would look at it. There's two things I'd recommend. Number one, were you happy with your 360 and the evolution that you saw there and the way Microsoft handled things? Overall, were you a happy 360 gamer? That's the first question I think you'd answer. Number two, go get your hands on them. Go into the stores, go into GameStop, and play both of them. They got demos. Try them out. Uh, better yet, if you can do it at a friend's house, if you got someone there that did buy one, go play it and check it out, see what it's about. There are some things that are, are quirky that I, I don't understand why they did, but then again, it it'll get fixed. They've already said they're going to address some of the stuff that a lot of people are complaining about. Um, so, you know, it'll you, come with time. Can you, can you give me one of those? Because I always like, you know, the party for a system. console. Yeah, well, well yeah, I, I've heard a couple things about that. What, what's what's the issue with that? Um, you start a party, and once you start your party, your you then have to turn your headset on. You have to go uh, and select, yes, I'd like to chat, turn chat on. Why chat is a separate from the parties beyond me? Um, because we've been, it makes no sense. And I, and I know it's integrated into their matchmaking. Their matchmaking sucks. Their matchmaking yeah. now is horrible. They basically broke it, in my opinion. I'll give you a reason why. Uh, Jesus Walks a Lot and Dirty Bite and I were in a, in a party the other day. And Dirty Bite and I wanted to play Halo Spartan Assault. I could not send him a game invite at all. It would not let me invite him. So what I had to do was get out of the party, essentially kick Jesus out of the party because he wasn't playing Spartan Assault, get in a party, just Dirty Bite, then we were both playing the game, it would allow us to send the invite, then bring Jesus back in. It's stupid. So you turn, you turn Jesus away. And then you back, brought <laughs> him back in. Turn my back on Jesus, yes. <laughs> take Jesus into your life. <laughs> oh, uh, not something I, I take pride in. But <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, it's just stuff like that. You you can't, you know. They they broke. They really broke matchmaking, in my opinion. Um, the system, the party system, is stupid. It doesn't make any sense the way they did it. But I know those two are tied. There's no way to rank like rate someone so if you're playing you know how you could always avoid a player or report a player right they talked about that being on in xbox and that they've improved it i i don't see a way to do that i've not found oh. a way to report a player not that i've had to yet but you know it's like where is this option and you can see your rating but it's like there's no way to rate somebody so it's it doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure what they do with stuff like that. So it's little things like your. If you go and see achievements, achievements are now an application. So you can't right. hit the Xbox button and bring it up. It actually, it basically brings up in a virtual machine. It, you know, it's in the OS side, not the gaming side. So it's it's an application. Your friends list is an application. It's it's not integrated anymore. It's it's separate. So it. It it bring it takes longer to bring those lists up now because it has to yeah. launch an app. So that's annoying, but it's not it's not like a game breaker. It's not like eh they'll fix it, they'll change it. Right. It's, you know the first iteration. I'm not concerned about it. It's annoying, and and I do hope they make some changes to it because it worked so well on the 360. So 
you know, it's it's little things. The stuff I don't like is little things. Right. Um, but for the most part, I absolutely love the system. It's really cool. And yeah. if you look at the history of the 360, just look where it was when it launched. Right. I mean, yeah. The evolution. Didn't they have the blades? Yeah. Yep. Back when when it first launched, and look where it went. I mean, look where it is today. It, it appears like a whole new console. And I really believe that what we've got today on the Xbox One, two, three years from now, it, the dash is going to be different. They're going to have changed yeah. stuff. So, it anything that you kind of that kind of inconveniences you at least right now can be addressed. It's all software. They can change it if they want, right. and they've shown even in the past year that they listen to the people. You know, the, yeah. they listen to the community. Uh, unfortunately, a little too much <laughs> with some things, but uh, you know they, they're responsive, and 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 that's huge. Okay. And also, to um, I just want to add one thing because uh, Brad, you were asking about the the digital, going all digital, and I found myself kind of in an interesting situation that I, I really hadn't thought of before, where the digital only setup is real nice because I hate discs. I hate dealing with discs. I don't take good care of them. I scratch them. I abuse them. I, you know, in, in the in disc world's uh, p- post office, you know, my picture's on there for like ruining discs. Like this guy's <laughs> the 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 killer of discs. But um. Everything that's digital seems to be full price, at least right now on Xbox One. So your games are fifty nine ninety nine or whatever, and that does offer you um, the instant gratification wow. uh, type of thing because download it. <laughs> it's, it's not eleven. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's eleven p.m. and you're like, hmm, I want Rise. Mm-hmm. Well, you can have Rise. Granted, you got to wait a little while for it to download, and you know your internet connection uh, can uh, affect the amount of time that you have to wait. But it's available for you, twenty-four hours a day. You can grab it and you can play it. If it's something like Max, uh, maybe that's not a good example because it's not not really a retail title. But everything that's retail is available twenty-four hours a day, and the the thing that I started talking about was that Amazon had a sale on some games and they were like 10 bucks off and then you had some coupon codes to make them even cheaper and there were some games uh, I forgot what store it was they were like thirty nine ninety nine, and I was really struggling with myself just I'm like that's a fantastic price I'd love to have that game at that price but it's for a disc and I, I didn't get the game. It just led to indecision, which meant that I made no decision. <laughs> <laughs> and and you kind of miss out on it. But that's really interesting where it's like, I don't want a disc anymore now that I'm used to just, if I want to play Peggle, I want to play Rise, I want to play, uh, uh, oh, what's that zombie game? Dead Rising three, 3, Dead baby. Rising, yeah. Dead <laughs> Ri- if I want to play those, I just hit the button and I play. Yeah. And that's so appealing. But 
there's a cost to it. Well, I guess a literal cost. <laughs> it costs yeah. you a little bit more, at least right now. Hopefully, at some point, they'll start having uh, sales on the Xbox One stuff. Steam-like and, uh, sales. They need Steam-like sales. Oh, yeah. That'd be well, fantastic. It's all, new. it's all new. The thing's only... Oh, yeah. Oh, month, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, right now, they don't need this. seeing a, a user base, like, uh, on par with Xbox 360, we'll start seeing some sales and stuff. And I, I'm sure we'll see them before then, but we've yeah. got to get some stuff out there. Right now, it's pretty limited, so, you right. know, you know, people are going to buy, gobble up everything right now, so there's no need oh, to yeah. put it on sale. Yeah. No, no. And then as far as games go, I kind of went through a, a list here of titles, at least that interest me, that are coming out for the Xbox One. Some of them are exclusive to the next gen. Others will be, might be for the older systems as well. So here, here's a couple other than Titanfall. So there's Thief, Watch Dogs, oh. of course, Destiny, The Crew, which looks uh, like a really cool racer, Sniper Elite 3, is coming out. Uh, well, Tomb Raider. It's coming out in a couple weeks. Yeah. Kind of a, an upsampled uh, version of the game. That for me is a must buy. Yep. Then uh, so Sniper Elite Three. Uh, there's a really interesting game called Human Element. Uh, don't know a whole ton about this, but it's uh, it's a zombie apocalypse type of game. Uh, and the the trailer looks pretty cool. Uh, there's Dying Light, The Division, Below. That's kind of like that top-down roguelike game that they showed off either at the reveal or E3. And, of course, Quantum Break. Uh, Quantum Break is particularly appealing because it's going to have some kind of TV show slash, you know, uh, regular actors mixed in with uh, the uh, computer graphics game version, whatever you want to call it that you play. So at least I'm interested to see what that's all about. So that's just a handful of the games that are coming out uh, that look pretty sweet. So there's a whole bunch of stuff out there, my friend. Hmm. Can we convince right. you? So. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, yeah, like it's it it take a big non-convince, you know, another way. Yeah. Like if you guys are saying, "Ah, we're sending ours back," I mean, I I guess I wouldn't buy one at that point, but you know. No, and I mean, there's been a f small number of reported disk drive issues that yeah. uh, on the on the first release, but those are easy to replace, and they've been replaced. Microsoft replaced them. You know, you know, um, with that, had a a lot of different issues. I mean, they had drive issues, they had HDMI port issues, they had compatibility issues with TVs, they had you know little chunks of metal sticking up to not allow you to plug your cord in. Um, they just had dead oh, yeah. systems. I mean, again, it's just, it wasn't widespread, but it was a large enough amount. And it was so varying, which made me wonder, I mean, to have a little metal clip popped up so you can't even plug your HDMI in, I'm like, come on, who's making these things? I mean, that's, everybody, everything has an HDMI port on it th these days. So yeah. something's wrong in their process there for yeah. some to get through. Um, we've not had anything on, on Xbox side that I've heard of other than, uh, you know, CD-ROM drives uh, issues that you know your Microsoft replaces it and they're good to go. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's it's the first run, so so far the hardware seems to be doing outstanding. Knock on wood. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was I was and, following those pretty closely. You know, the first couple of days of each console. Yeah, and that the whole dead on arrival 
when they started uh, for the PS4, when they started writing Dead, I was just like, oh no, it's like that is that is not good. And then they come online, they're like, oh well, it's 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 point it's point four percent of everything we've shipped, you know. So we're 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 okay with that. Is basically what their press release was, and I'm like, they shipped two million. <laughs> well, well, and it was like it's it was, lots. It it's like so far, so far, it's point four of what we shipped, and I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, it's not even released. You know, this is like the day before it actually released to everybody, and you know, and I know two people now that had theirs dead on arrival, and it's just like, well, to me, that's that's big because it's not like, oh, I heard somebody did. It's like I know two people, and they both got dead consoles, so it's like that's not small to me, but um, yeah. And then, you know, I, I saw the disk drive crumbling noise or whatever that thing was making. <laughs> it sounded like yeah. it was dying in there. Yeah. But, and I was like, go figure, it's a Blu-ray drive. <laughs> so. Yep. So, I really um, thought that. There, I, I think at least one person in our community had the, the, the disk drive issue. But I, I really felt that the media was, they were really searching. I mean, they were really looking to find something. I mean, as, as soon as there were reports of the disk drive issues, they were all over it. Like, yeah. They, I oh, really I, thought that it, they were trying to, like. At the same time, what? making excuses for Sony. When exactly. they had failed units themselves, and they're like, oh, but it's okay, you know. Because we mm -hmm. were able to fix it. Well, you're a bunch of techno techno geeks, and you shouldn't have to put pliers into your $400 console and bend down a metal tab to plug in a cable. I mean, right. again, it is so. Try to look at everything, and you know, I'm not saying the PS4 is a bad machine. Um, I will say this: I spoke to someone yesterday on live uh, who buys everything, and mm. he and his brother <laughs> said they're a little uh, disgruntled because nothing has come out for the PlayStation 4. They said even, you know, and it's been quiet for the Xbox One, and they get that, it's new. But he said at least, like, with Xbox, we've got Max, the Curse of Brotherhood. We've gotten Halo Spartan Ops. We've gotten Peggle 2. We have gotten good quality games Fantastic. Since all three of those are fantastic. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, um, you know, we've been able to get those, and they've had nothing on PSN for the PlayStation yeah. 4. So, um it seems like we're Microsoft is, you know, got some plans in place. They got games coming out in January. Yeah. So, uh, I heard they did really well during Christmas. So I, I heard they were late. I think both yeah. consoles did. So yeah, goes back to that commercial of like, here's how we trade games, and it has the one guy handing it to the other one. Do you remember yeah. that Sony commercial? And yeah. I was like, here's how we trade games. It's like an empty hand to an empty <laughs> hand. And you're like. <laughs> But you're talking about the excuses. That's you know, IGN is one of my you know probably my leading site that I go to for gaming news. And like I was saying, they're heavy, heavily uh, Sony favored. Um, like the day the PlayStation came out, is like their front page was covered like with 15 stories on how to do this and how great this is and how great this is. And they you know, they did post the whole hey we got dead on arrivals because they were one of them that had yeah. a dead console. Um, but they had like the excuse for it, and then um, when when the Xbox came out, I went on to their main site, and they didn't have twelve stories about Xbox. They had three stories for Sony and like one thing for Xbox, and then I was just like, "Where's all the news about the Xbox?" 
Well, the news started hitting on the Xbox when the when the drives were going bad. That was like the big story on IGN yeah. at the time, and I was kind of a little aggravated because they're supposed to be non-biased, but obviously, <laughs> you know, their their name isn't this Xbox life. You know, <laughs> we're allowed to be biased toward Xbox. <laughs> <coughs> So, and even people have gotten upset with us because we're not biased. We are, if we don't like something, we'll say it. You know, right. we're, we're not mm-hmm. going to drink the company Kool-Aid. Microsoft doesn't pay us any money. If they want to start throwing us some money, I'll start drinking the Kool-Aid and I won't say anything bad about Xbox, you know. But right. until they start paying me some big bucks, I'm going to, you know, Rob and I and you are going to say, this is what we like, here's what we don't like. So, yeah. you know, and I think a lot of people, you know, some people complain about it because we're not we're not quote fanboy show but uh, i've you know other people have said we like that you just state how it is so yeah. that's just the way we like to do it so but all right well, i think we've rambled on yeah. enough Sorry i think we about need that. to get into our <laughs> best of 2013 now last week we talked about what we're looking forward to and i've got what we're going to do for this segment i'm going to play some videos and this first one, I played it a little earlier. Um, I thought this was kind of funny, but I'm going to play it again, and then we're going to move on to some other stuff. It's just going to be random stuff. Some of the videos you're going to see today are going to just be, it's a compilation of games that, for the most part, came out in 2013. They're going to be across all platforms. We're gamers. You know, it doesn't matter. So we're just going to kind of roll these videos um, as we talk about our favorite games of the year. But the, to start off, we're going to watch the evolution of video games we're going to keep talking, but uh, this is I thought this was neat. It kind of shows uh, from the history of video gaming and where we've come, so I really enjoyed watching this and hope you guys will enjoy this as well as we, we get into 2013. So um, with that, let me start that video. And then uh, we're going to start off with uh, Xbox 360, and we're going to talk about our favorite action game. And it looks like we each picked two and I'll go ahead and lead off. My second favorite action game of the year was Diablo 3. Um, you might, you know, some of you might say, "Ah, well, it was an RPG or whatnot," but I—that's an action game. It's a point-and-click. It's a, you know, to me, that's an action title. So I threw it in there. That was my number two. My number one action game was uh, Tomb Raider. And um, so, how about you, Bron? What what do you have for the action category? Um, for number two, I put GTA V. I, I open world. I figured that was action as yep. well. Um, but I, I took your number two and made it my number one. Even though I, I did play it on the more on the PC. Um, well, actually, I played it on the PC. Uh, I picked Diablo three. I was very surprised. I, I've liked Diablo. You know, I had trouble getting into um, what was the one for XBLA. Torchlight. Uh, oh, Torchlight. Yeah, oh, yeah. Torchlight. And and I probably like Torchlight 2 better because it was, I think you could do um, go up on that. But Diablo, playing Diablo 3 with, with a couple people is, is just a blast. And yeah. it re- looks it looks really nice. Uh, Blizzard is, is fantastic, so. But I picked Diablo 3. How about you, Rob? Uh, I went with uh, Bioshock Infinite. For my number two. Okay. Well, I Good stuff put, there. I would have put that down in a different category, but. <laughs> oh, like shooter or something? Yep. Mm-hmm. It had action in my book. Okay. 
And what was your top game of in the action category? Uh, absolutely Tomb Raider. This is one that's been number one for me on the 360 since it came out, and uh, nothing's dethroned it. Number and one I don't in think your anything heart? Will, yeah, and I don't think anything will dethrone it in the next two days. <laughs> so <laughs> I, it's safe in the number one. It's it's interesting spot. trying to pick these categories. I think a yeah. lot of these games have kind of they're not some things aren't aren't so easy to plug in because I'm like, okay, Tomb Raider is kind of a shooter, but it's yeah. not. It's a platformer too. Um so that's why I put it in the action category. Yeah. You know, but then I was thinking, well, Blacklist is a shooter, but then it really isn't but it's not really action it's more stealth so it's like how do you fit it in so you know I think it's all just kind of where we feel it fits in and and, and Rob I'm fine with you putting Bioshock yeah. in the action um, absolutely because I mean it's so hard to like pigeonhole these games nowadays like like GTA 5 I mean it's got driving in it so do you put it under like a driving category you know it's got the fighting it's got shoot. I mean, it, it, these it's games nowadays. <laughs> yeah, they have. So it could be sports. Golfing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only category uh, GTA Five can't fit in is probably family. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's got family problems in it. <laughs> There's families in the game. Michael's got family stuff <laughs> going on. Yeah. So yeah, it, it is really hard to lump these into uh, any one spot since. Now nowadays the games are so complex that they span different categories. Yeah, they do. All right, what about arcade? Again, we're still on 360. We're going to cover the 360 first. Um, I guess I'll okay. I'll start. I did three yeah, games yeah. here. Um, <clears throat> number three, I had Poker Night Two. I had a lot of fun with that game, uh, playing poker with different characters from games like uh, Claptrap and Ash. Um, from uh, oh, what was Ash from the the Army of Darkness, the Evil Dead series, Claptrap from Borderlands. You played against uh, was it Sam and Max, I think, and then one of the Venture Brothers. Um, it was just it was a fun game. I loved the dialogue that ran between everybody. It was very interesting, very well done poker game. Number two, I've got State of Decay. Uh, by the way, which was on sale for big price as of yesterday. I don't know if it still is. They've got a lot of deals going on 360, so you might want to check them out. But the, I think this game was half price. Uh, State, of Decay, State of Decay was a pretty kind of a surprise for me. Um, I really enjoyed it. And of course, number one is the Walking Dead series from Telltale Games. That's season okay. two, correct? Correct. Yeah, that would be season yeah, okay. two. Okay. All right. Robbie, you can go next. Okay. Uh, I have... Uh, we're counting down, right? Yep. Yeah. So, I left Walking Dead out. <gasps> I probably should have... You're out of here, mister. ...put it in here. No, because I, I really think of it as a game that came out earlier, although the episodes come out you know, across the year. Yeah, but, season, but uh, episode one just came out this year. Yeah. So, <laughs> hmm, hmm. 
I think you need to readjust your list, mister. Yeah. <laughs> For someone who got, he, he actually played episode one of season two before me. Yeah, I know, right? That's a first. That alone tells you that you enjoyed that game. Okay, so <laughs> I'll kind of adjust it like this. So in my number three spot for Arcade, I'm going to do a double. And that's The Walking Dead Season 2, Episode 1, and The Wolf Among Us. So uh, those are both fantastic games. And uh, I'm really interested to see what you think of uh, The Wolf Among Us once you play it. It's totally a different feel than, than Walking Dead, Mark. Um, okay. And uh, I stand by what I said when I originally played it of nothing is kind in that game. Well, <laughs> I guess it's the same with, with Walking Dead. <laughs> But anyway, uh, then for uh, my number two spot is uh, State of Decay. And uh, I think that lined up with what you had there, Mark. And then my number one uh, for the year is actually going to be Brothers uh, Tale of Two Sons. That was uh, the Summer of Arcade title, which was a fantastic game. And I still highly recommend it. If I think it was on sale, something like for five bucks. Uh, I don't know if that was just on Xbox or if it was on Steam or whatever, but it was on sale the other day. Uh, fantastic game. If you like Max, uh, definitely check out Brothers Tale of Two Sons. It's kind of got a similar kind of vibe to it, where it's got the puzzles and you know, you're trying to get from area to area and so forth. Uh, wonderful game. And the whole game has absolutely no speech. It's kind of like that... Um, that peanuts thing where you just hear like babbling <laughs> between them. So, yeah. So, you know, it, com it conveys this, um, you know, it conveys the story with absolutely zero speech and they talk amongst themselves and it's, uh, it's interesting, definitely good stuff. So those are my, my choices. Cool. Brun. Well, I just, I just thought of one cause I, I get, tied up into which ones came out when and, and stuff like that versus when I've played them. Um, but for my number two, I have The Cave, which I believe oh, came out earlier in the year. That. Yeah. Yeah, it was like um, February or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was pretty early. early on, um, yeah. Because if I'm not I'm not mistaken. That is published by who created the cave? Uh, is that a double fine game? I can't remember. It's like I know who it is. I don't. I don't know if it was double fine. Yeah, it's double fine. Is it? It's double. Yeah, it's double fine. So, um, yeah, because they're like they're like one of my favorites. But um, so the cave. I like the puzzle. I, I thought it was funny when it was doing things. So I, I, I really like that game. Um, so I put that number two because uh, I haven't played The Walking Dead or Brothers. But uh, my number one, really, really fun game. If, if people haven't tried it, you can at least try the demo. It's Mark of the Ninja. Um, I had a real good time playing that as well. So I put that as my number one. So I was trying to scroll down to see... You know, my other games that I've played that might be arcade, but, you know, because when did, I'm trying to think of when The Walking Dead, I think the last last episode of Walking Dead on the first season 
Did it come out in 2013 to figure out if I should pick that or not? Because, I mean, Walking Dead is one of my favorites, but I can't remember if it was 2013 or not. Sure, it did, because I think the first one came out about a year ago. But we've been playing it through the summer. And then the the thing is, is the the Mark of the Ninja. This Mark of the Ninja, even. 2013. Right. Because I think this is last played 2012, so... I may be pulling. That's what I mean. I get those games confused. <laughs> so. so with the with the Walking Dead, the only one that came out in 2013 was that 400 Days or whatever, because the no. retail disc came out in December. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So that was after. Man, it's I think been is, that long. Yeah. And Mark and the Ninja, I played in 2012, so I'm I'm guessing that's shouldn't be my number one. <laughs> So, so I have to default to the cave at that point. <laughs> so yeah, I, I forgot about the cave. That looked like a new. I didn't buy it. Yeah. Trying it out, and uh, yeah. that was yeah, interesting. Yeah, somebody in our community was just mentioning that they were playing that. I think yesterday. You know, I gotta jump back, Rob, to the action. I'm surprised you didn't put uh, Batman's Arkham Origins in there. Yeah. Did you uh, Did you play that this year? No. Ah, there, there you go. Yeah, I skipped it for now. I tried, and it would never load up. So. <laughs> yeah, because you had the black screen issue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just held off on that one. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll get to play it next year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> for family games, this this one I didn't do. In fact, I didn't play any of these family games that I got listed here, but based on uh, reviews and comments from other people that play it, I have listed out uh, what I would probably expect. I would probably list them this way anyways if I played them. Number two, Skylanders Swap Force. My kids want it bad, but I'm not I'm not buying it. Yeah. And uh, number one, Disney's Infinity. Uh, I, I'd love to get the Disney Infinity games, but I there's no way I'm getting sucked into one of those money things again with the collectible games. I just can't do it. But uh, I've heard nothing but good things about them, and that they're a lot of fun, and they they were done very well. So those are oh, yeah. my picks. I've actually got uh, Swap Force for Xbox One sitting right over here. Oh, there I'm, you go. I'm uh, kind of wondering if it was a poor decision on my part because I got the Xbox One version. <sighs> so I'm gonna introduce it to my son. <laughs> <laughs> I think to my detriment. And we were over at Walmart uh, two days ago. So I got him, uh, I got him a 3DS for Christmas. Uh huh. And speaking of which, uh, I just want to tell you guys about an experience that I had with Nintendo and the 3DS that makes the Xbox look great. So the 3DS ties into. Uh, you know, Nintendo, whatever, dot com for all its updates, and you've got the store and everything. Prior to Christmas, and for like two days after Christmas, it was essentially unavailable. You could not get into the, anything. Uh, we tried pretty much all day Christmas Day to even sign into the store, and we could not because their servers were just getting hammered. And you know, you look at something like Xbox Live. You know, yeah, it has its issues here and there, but at least it's available. Yeah. And Nintendo was down. I mean, do you guys even remember hearing anything about it? Nope. 
No, I, I mean, not that we follow it. Nintendo but, news, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, their service was essentially unavailable for like at least two days. I don't even know how it is now because we just wound up giving up downloading a game and we went over to GameStop and we bought a game. <laughs> but uh, in, especially with uh, some of the games on the 3DS, like the Zelda version, you get it's a custom Zelda 3DS that's got the little Zelda triangles on it, but you have to download the game. All these people that got this thing for Christmas essentially had nothing to play. Wow. Uh, you know, you had to, because just how, how they delivered that. So it was just interesting. I thought I would mention that, that, you know, Xbox Live looks great in comparison. <laughs> but, uh, obviously it does. We all know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Skyliner Swap Force for Xbox One. It's something that's going to be happening pretty soon. Oh, yeah, and I, I forgot to say that. Uh, what I was originally going to start saying was we were over at Walmart, and my son just fell in love with the Infinity stuff. I'm like, oh, man, do I? Because, <laughs> you know, he loves cars. and That's all, my all little boy. Little... He's... He's only two, but he recognizes cars. So, oh yeah, I, t- I took one of them and I stuck it on the little platform, and it started doing stuff. He's just like staring at it. I'm like, "All right, we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta get yep. it before you want one." <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Yikes. Yeah. So maybe I should s- sell off this Swap Force for the Xbox One and get a 3DS version instead. Just anything he likes, I immediately like lose possession of, <laughs> and he's on it all the time. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. Then from that point on, Mark, anytime you send me those uh, those party requests, it'll be Blake that's on there. Yeah, uh, if I see him playing, <laughs> if I see you playing that game, I'll know it's him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's move on to the fighting category. I've only got one game here. Um, Dead or, or Alive 5 Ultimate. I don't have any. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, I did not play right. it. Fighting. So let's get into the big category. Shooters. This was, um, obviously it's a shooter console. So, um, I've got number three, Dead Space 3. Um, it, at number two, I've got Dead Island Riptide. And at number one, I got Splinter Cell Blacklist. How about you, uh, Bron? Uh, number two, I only played a couple shooters, but number two, I uh, have Battlefield 4. Problems and all. <laughs> um, uh, but number one is Splinter Cell. That game, I love that game. I, I like any of those Splinter Cell or Hitman type games, the stealth games. You know, Rob mentioned Thief earlier. Like, Thief is a day one buy on PC, not on any console. Um, that's where I own all the other ones. But, yeah, Splinter Cell. Cool. And Rob? Okay. Yeah, for me, I've just got my number one, and that's Call of Duty Ghosts. All right. Uh, sports. I don't play a lot of the sports games, but I got Grid 2. It was the only racing title that came out that I played. Um, I thought I was looking for Forza Horizon. That came out last year. Uh, See, I sent you the same thing. I th- I sent you Need for Speed Most Wanted, and that was last year, wasn't it? Uh, uh no, I don't know. Because thought... Forza Forza Horizon and Need for Speed Most Wanted came out like a week 
a part oh, or two weeks it, apart yeah, or something. It was, yeah, but it was like the end of last year, so. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to, you got to go back and dig, when did I play that, and when did yeah. it come out, and so Grit 2, um, I didn't play any of the football or basketball or anything like that, so. Do you play any any new of the NHLs or NBAs or? No, not 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 since EA put their the grind, you know, the grind you have to do to get to play the game. So I have not. And Rob, you yeah. you probably had what Skate Three up there is your favorite. <laughs> no, <laughs> Skate Three. Actually, uh. I've got uh, Forza Horizon, but I've never actually played it, so I don't think that. Well, that came out last year. Yeah, it's last year. So. Oh, oh yeah, because I bought it on some sale on Microsoft Store. But it. That's right. I tell you what, 2013 just went way too fast. Because I was looking at like, oh, you know, when did I play Deus Ex and when did I play Hitman? And it's like Deus Ex was it. I just looked it up. I don't know if it was. If I had the right site or not, it said it came out toward the end of 2011. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah I think because uh, I was looking for uh, yeah Hitman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. I think that was last year as well. Yeah. And uh, I was yeah. like, really? It's been that yeah. long? <laughs> it, it's it's hard to imagine it. It's been that long. But yeah, oh, yeah. November 20th of 2012. So I mean. You know, as we're talking about it, it was just a year ago. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, strategy games. Um, I've got one and only XCOM Enemy Within. So, Rob, you got something in there in that list? Yep. I've got Spartan Assault. Other than I have zero. One, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Again, I would argue category with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a Twitch shooter, twin stick. <laughs> but they're definitely, the strategy is just bringing shoot everything quick. <laughs> um, all right. So overall game of the year, looking at, these are not Xbox Ones. This will be for the 360. My overall favorite. So number four, I've got Enemy, XCOM Enemy Within. Number three, Diablo 3. Number two, Tomb Raider, and number one, Splinter Cell Blacklist. Um, Bron, what do you got for your overall favorites of the year? Um, well, I just added two on here, but uh, I have Diablo three as my number two, and Splinter Cell Blacklist as my number one. And Rob, I've got uh, Call of Duty Ghosts for number three. Number two position is Brothers Tale of Two Sons, and number one is Tomb Raider. So then we get into Xbox One, and this is going to be pretty light because obviously there's yeah. not a lot of stuff out there yet. But for action game, I've got number two as Rise, Son of Rome, and number one, Dead Rising 3, which was fantastic. It's a must-own game if you have an Xbox One. It is so much fun. Um, Rob, what about you? Uh, for me, uh, Dead Rising 3 is the number two spot, and then Rise is number one. And for me, um, I was mainly considering like the full-on retail titles for, for this category, at least. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I agree with you. 
So in our next okay. group, we put arcade, but again, there's really not arcade. We're going to have to get into use to, there are no arcade games, there's no indie games, there's just games. But we're still in that 360 mindset, so we still kind of think of these as, as, as arcade games. So number three, I've got Halo Spartan Assault. Number two uh, is Peggle 2. And then number one is Max Curse of the Brotherhood. Yeah, for me, for me, uh, to me, the arcade title is something that's not technically a retail title and is a smaller game. Um, not necessarily less fun, but just a smaller game in scope. And uh, I've got Halo Spartan Assault. I just downloaded it the other day, but I haven't played it yet. So I don't think you can really count in here, but technically it could be number three. Uh, so I'll just go with my number two and number one spots. Number two, I've got Peggle 2. And number one spot, of course, is Max, the oh, Curse of the Brotherhood, which I think right now I can say... We keep calling it the Curse of the Brotherhood. It's actually oh, yeah. the Curse of Brotherhood. <laughs> the Curse of Brotherhood. Yeah. No. And uh, technically I can say it's best game ever. <laughs> it's getting that <laughs> trademarked TXL term. That works. Yes. All right. So for family, there really was no family games um, that I would classify. Unless you what you could say Skylanders Swap Force, because I know that's on yeah. Xbox One as well. I guess that would be it. I don't think Disney Infinity released on next gen or current gen yeah. or whatever we want to call it. You can maybe count Peggle as a family game. That's true. Because I had that in my family list. I didn't put it down in our show notes, but... Robert, it's or, it's one of those it's one of those that can be fun for all ages and it's all age appropriate. I was going to ask Mark if he's fighting again. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> and I won. <laughs> I'm trying to get my ten. These things don't come up. It's not like a constant thing. You got to like catch this little icon on the bottom of the screen when someone sends you a throwdown. So, I just heard click, 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 click. Yeah, I, I know, right? I, know I need to mute. I'm so sorry. I apologize. This will you don't not have to happen mute. again. I'll just, I'll just stop because I want to pay attention to the show. So, You're, it's Twitch. We're streaming on Twitch. Twitch is meant to be streaming <laughs> games, so you are gaming. Exactly. Um, so. Okay, so let's go into our fighting games. Uh, there's only one uh, Killer Instinct. That's yep. the only one option. It, it does look good, but uh, you know, so I guess it's the number one pick. <laughs> Rob, did you have anything else in here? I got nothing, no. I got nothing. Okay, for shooters, um I I, I got number two, Battlefield excuse me, Battlefield four. I have not played it on Xbox One yet. I did see it at the Xbox One tour event and it looked beautiful. It looked really good. I will probably rent it sometime down the road, but I'm waiting for them to fix everything. And then number one I got Call of Duty Ghosts. Okay. For me, uh, I've only got one in this category. So my number one is Call of Duty Ghosts. All right. Um, in our sports category, I got number two, Need for Speed Rivals, and number one, Forza 5. Um, FIFA, I, if, I was a, if I was a soccer player, I probably would have FIFA 14 up here. I mean, I played it yeah. at the tour event, and it was amazing, but I don't understand the game or what to do, so can't really rate it when I don't know how to play a soccer game, but it was a beautiful game. 
So, and you can probably say NBA 2K14 should be up here too, but I've not played it or seen it yet. So, I I, I only rate those that I play. <laughs> so, yeah. With the exception of Battlefield 4, I've played it on that 360. So I, I know how it works, and I've seen it on the on the Xbox One. So I know it definitely rates up here, and I would have it as my number two if I had played it. So, uh, strategy games, I don't have anything. Uh, don't really yeah. think there's one out there yet. And then overall favorites of the year, um, number three, I got Diablo three. I wasn't expecting to this to be my favorite. Um, you know. And it just blew me away. I can't believe how many hours I sunk into that game. It it sucked me in big time. Um, Rise, Son of Rome is my number two, and Dead Rising Three is my number one overall favorite of the year on uh, on Xbox One. And then I've got Ghosts. I don't know why I got Diablo Three on there because yeah, I was wondering about that. That's that's a copy over from the previous list. So yeah, I have. Oh, that's bronze list. That's his one. I didn't add it in. <laughs> Sorry, I actually copied that on the wrong list. Yeah. <laughs> so I got Rise was... and Dead Rising 3. Yeah. Okay. all favorites on... Uh, um, and then Max. Max is there, too, without a doubt, but... So... Maybe Max is your number three, then. Max will be my number three. Yeah. So... So I've got Ghosts as my number three, uh, Rise number two, and then Max is my number one for the for the Xbox One. Run? Just because Tomb Raider's not out yet. You don't have an Xbox One, so I guess you don't have any yep. favorites. I'm waiting on the disappointments. All right. So, dis- so disappointed I put it there twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So number four I put down, and you know what? I need to double check. I Maybe this game didn't come out this year. I thought it did. But I now that I think about it, it might have come out in 2012. So I'm, I'm talking about uh, Defiance, the video game. And I thought it, yeah, it was April 2013. That that was a disappointment because when it first came out and I first started playing it, man, I was hooked. I was having a great time. And then, and then it just kind of dropped. Uh, I don't know. It's like after I played so much and was really into it, then it's like the realization came through that all it was was go to one point, hit X, go to another point, hit X, go to another point, hit X. There was a lot of issues to start, but we were fine with that because it was an MMO. Um, but uh, it just couldn't sustain me. Uh, the TV show was interesting. I'll look forward to the second season, but I really could care less about the game. So that really was a disappointing. It it, were, it couldn't keep me interested, and it just was very repetitious. Number three was The Bureau, which was the X, XCOM first-person shooter game. Um, it's been changed so many different times that uh, it just, uh, that was a letdown too. Um, number two, I've got Remember Me. Uh, it was something I was really looking forward to, and it turned out to just not be that exciting. And number one letdown for me was Fuse. Um, I was really looking forward to that game, and uh, because it was, uh, was it Insomniac Games? They, their first cross-platform title. Uh, they make some awesome stuff, and this game just could have been a lot better, and it, it just was a disappointment for me. So that's my disappointments. How about you, uh, Rob? And this is across all platforms. Sure. Yeah, in in terms of titles, um, 
I can't say that I've been super disappointed with anything really on the 360 because uh, I've been very selective with what I've played. Um, my only like minor disappointment, I guess, that I've had is I, I wish that Xbox One had more titles at launch. Uh, so we had more of a selection. However, I understand it's a launch system, next generation, and you're just not going to have it. And it's, it's a normal thing. So I, I guess it's just a minor quibble or, or gripe that I've got there. Um, and also, uh, I am disappointed with Microsoft's reversal in things. Uh, That's a good point. Yeah, yeah it's just... I, I understand why they did it. I mean, they were kind of forced, I think, to uh, make that decision. But I think that we would have just been better off with uh, how things could have been. And I'm not one to trade in games. I, I've never traded in a game. So all those issues that people had never would have affected me. So uh, I, I guess that... Uh, kind of singles me out from a, a lot of people that had the, the problem there. But, uh, yeah, that, that's my biggest scrape that I've got uh, with the other thing kind of being secondary. Much smaller. What about you, Bron? Well, you know, I forgot to mention uh, SimCity 5 up in my list of games I liked, but that's on a PC. Um, I've kind of have one disappointment in the entire year. <laughs> and that is Battlefield 4. So, you know, not only is the game broken, um, you know, they've stalled, halted production on DLC that I've already purchased uh, to go and just to fix the game. It was, you know, broken on... Seems like it's more broken on the console versions than it is on the PC version, so... I've gotten to play a lot of it, but there's still a lot of problems with it. So, I mean, and and you know, with that, uh, I think the disappointment in Battlefield Four. I'm more disappointed in the company, uh, Electronic Arts, the uh, company as a whole. Um, they've won two years in a row, the worst company ever. <laughs> so, and you know, I've kind of always defended them, and to come and have. Things like the SimCity issue and the Battlefield 4 issue, it just seems to me like they're more concerned about, you know, back to worried about, you know, quantity versus quality. So we, we need the money. We want the money. So the, just release the game. We'll, we'll fix it later. And, you know, that's, I think, their mentality right now. Um, and they need to get back to the, to the quality. So I'm disappointed in them, too. So And for Battlefield 4... You know, they got great reviews on the game. And the number one thing that was knocking them on their reviews of the game is their single player and how crappy it was. That is the complete truth. That was the the only reason why I had to play it. The first single player I've played and beaten on any Battlefield game. Um, to, ha to have to play the game to unlock two guns is the only reason why I played it. And it was the worst. The language... Like, none of it made sense. And if your game is going to get knocked from, like, a 9.0 to an 8.0 because of the single player, 
just don't put a single player in your game. You can't get you can't get knocked for something that's not in the game. So if you put it in the game, you're just asking to get you know dinged for it. So, but right, yeah, Battlefield Four and and EA. Well, cool. I think that kind of wraps up our review of 2013. You guys have been watching the video, seeing some games uh, that are coming out in 2014 and beyond that look really awesome. So I uh, hope you guys have enjoyed that compilation. Uh, I don't think there's anything coming out this week, Rob. I think Yeah, we're, nothing. We've got nothing now until next week. So huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to replay the evolution of gaming here as we... Uh, head out and um, be sure to well be sure to support us by shopping at Amazon if you will and uh, if you listen to us on iTunes as many of you do please rate us and review us give us five stars because we're so cool and uh, thank you for, to everybody for a fantastic year thank you for supporting us with your purchases from Amazon we appreciate it and uh, like you said we'll we'll be sharing that uh, support with you guys in the coming year um, as you guys continue to support our show we'll give that back to the community with if, if cool you, stuff if you guys give away an Xbox One am I eligible to win it? <laughs> I don't see why not you're yes. <laughs> you're just a guest now you're you're no longer <laughs> you're TXL community, you're not TXL staff so I think it might seem rigged if I would win it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we might not even put your name in just off the off chance. I, I won't. I won't take part in that one. <laughs> I won't take part in that. So, but uh, so. no, I think it'll be. I don't think we'll have. We'll be able to get that grandiose unless people continue to spend a lot of money. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're we're far ways away from that. So, but uh, you know, people have been busy because of the holidays. But um, mm -hmm. you know, just remember Amazon and uh, TXL in the future and we'll we'll be sure to give that all back to the community um other than that i'm you know bron glad you could join us for the final show of the year and uh thanks for having you're me. always welcome oh, back yeah. anytime at least until our six-month trial of skype premium expires then we go back to just two people <laughs> but yeah um, well i actually heard that i actually heard that only one person needed premium for you to do more than two people Oh, well, there you go. But I could be wrong. But then, you know, go try that, you know, try that link. Or if you've gotten that email, you might be able to try that again. So, Yeah, well, I've got Rob and I both have six months of premium because we bought an mm -hmm. Xbox One. Nice. If anybody with an Xbox One gets six months of premium Skype. So just another another bonus there for Xbox One. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. So, And right now, the you cannot Skype, you can't snap Skype. But they said that's coming in an update, so. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. So then you can game and talk to someone if you want, so. Another thing, Bron, uh, I'm going to get another little thing I'll throw out at you. You can snap Internet Explorer or you can snap YouTube and do a walkthrough while you're playing a game. So if you're stuck somewhere, you can snap in a video walkthrough and see how it's done while in and while you're doing it right on the screen, so. Yeah. That's kind Doesn't of doesn't Machinima have like an app or something that it's has called Wingman? Oh yeah, Wingman. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that 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 was cool. I I heard about that and I was like, oh, that's that's a good idea. So, well, so yep. And I, I've heard a lot of things. There's people that really love 
the snap feature. A couple people have been talking to me. They just got their Xbox One for Christmas, and uh, they said they've been watching TV and playing games at the same time. <laughs> so nice. Uh, I haven't done that yet, so I don't know. Maybe I will in the future, but I just like to focus on my game. But and I'm kind of stingy on real estate. I don't want anything. I want the whole screen for my Xbox game. <laughs> so, but all right, I'm out. Do you guys got anything else further to add? Uh, actually, yeah. Uh, we do yeah. our recordings. <laughs> no, no, it's important stuff. You want me to say this, my friend? Okay. Uh, we do our Twitch recordings on Sunday nights uh, at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, for you folks that are listening to the podcast version of the show, uh, you can you know, just basically uh, watch the show, technically watch the show, because uh, we're all live. We've got some uh, extra content, uh, enhanced content, I guess uh, you might want to call it, on the Twitch feed. So uh, if you've got the time, definitely check us out uh, live. And follow us on Twitch, too. Yeah, I, I have one. Can I add one thing? Sure. So maybe maybe the next time I can come on, I'll have some cool news about an application that uh, my buddy is working on. That he he's done like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the coding, so I can't take any credit for it. Some of my ideas are in there, but uh, you know, working with you know Jason, um, who has a large gaming library, he happens to use an application that you know tracks that stuff, and uh, my buddy started writing one web-based that uh, for his movies and started tacking in games into it. And he's, we've got it pushed out there in, in development, and it, it's pretty cool. So hopefully next time I can come in and give you guys some, you know, a website to go out to and sign up and, and things like that. But cool. maybe next time. Be cool. A little tease. Yes. Yes. So... All right. Well, thanks again to all the community, and uh, that's our show this week. So I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709. I'm taking off. I'm Rob, also known as Presar on Xbox Live. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all next week. And I'm um, Brun, BJ's Vic33. Uh, thanks for having me on. <laughs>